after a short little mid-season break. Welcome to the 1334 Decks, where researcher Albert had to do extra research so you didn't have to because we had nothing but time and everything. Um, and I'm telling you right now, my my schedule was booked. What happened? I, I heard there was technical difficulties. Like, what, what was going on? Yeah, I I love Discord because to, to peel back the curtain a bit. So usually when me and Steven Classic record, we'll use Audacity and we do everything over Zoom, all that fun stuff, just to kind of get like a recording, you know, audio, all that fun stuff. Whenever I record with the Go team, we use Discord and there's a there's an add-on download I have that like records all of our audios together, which makes things so much simpler and syncs it up because the issue with us recording is I have to do the syncing. Craigbot syncs for me, so I don't have to worry about that with Discord. Until Craigbot stabbed us in the back, which was around March 15th, so you know the Ides of March thing kind of snuck in there too. So yeah, but I mean, it, it was fine. It was a busy time for all of us. I mean, I was knee deep in exams. <laughs> you were like in the middle of like your busy season with work and stuff. I was like, yeah, I, I figured we needed March. <laughs> Yeah, I like I was actually surprised I was able to do this this show just with the the amount of like events I went to in the past 6 days, all pro wrestling events for WrestleMania weekend here in Dallas, Texas. And it was just like just so much like overload. Like it was wrestling overload and I I was so tired yesterday. I was like recovering my voice, sleeping uh, today was my first day back at work and I was like so tired <laughs> and everyone's like you okay I was like yeah I'm fine. <laughs> it's like here like all of us like we we can see the end in sight because I mean we're both educators and like May is when the you know this year usually ends mm-hmm. we're officially at like six and a half weeks but who's counting really to the end of the year and I just like in. us <laughs> I walked into uh the office and to check my mailbox uh, this morning, and say hi to everyone in the office. Say good morning, and I they had the end of year calendar, like printed out. I think we're all we're all in go mode. We're all leaving. Like we're we're ready to go. We're ready for the summer. We're ready for our activities, and um, uh, kind of bleed the lead a little bit. Um, now that you know the poker rust kind of is minimizing, and the world is healing. We got we got some things we could actually do over the summer. It looks like, right? I know the world is officially healing. We got events, so I it figures it it always happens. It was right after me and Trainer Ivan recorded for the episode last week. Sure enough, our friends at Niantic and Pokemon Go decided to release the news drop that hey, GoFest is a thing this year. So okay, we knew that's happening. But hold on to your hats. There's multiple events for this one. So there's a worldwide event that's going to be going on June 4th and 5th weekend. But not only that, there's a bonus event going on also worldwide on August 27th. But not only that, we have the return of live location events for Go, which we haven't had since 2019. Before, you know... PokeRest really started to take off. So, what city was that one in? That last one in Chicago. I know Chicago because that's the one I went to. Like, I actually went to Chicago for that one, which I get 
somehow the universe kind of clicked up, which the one that I went to was the last one. So take it for what it's worth. But yeah, that was the last one was 2019. Man, I... You know, I re- I was at the last um, no Collinsville. I think was the last live VGC tournament uh, in 2020 because I was at the first one of the year. It was it it was in a DFW. It was in Dallas at at the airport hotel of all places. <laughs> but but um, yeah, the, I went to that one and stuff, and I I kind of miss those events. I kind of miss seeing the community and being able to go do things and and whatnot. It's so a- I mean. The return yeah. of go events is like a great sign. It's like a new feeling. Like, yeah, like there's a, it's always fun to play with your friends and, you know, do something local. And those are great. Like you can always plan something. I mean, that's what we're already talking about doing for you know the worldwide event, but going to like a live event where there's a lot of people, there's that energy, there's those like side events you can do. And even like prior post event, pre event, you know, there's things you can go do. There's meetups. It's just, so much out there that you can really take advantage of but it's it's just so different and i missed it so so much man I, I, what's funny is i know the pokemon community is about to go through this um the same way uh the wwe and the wrestling community went through with this because i mean r- live events have been around at least for pro wrestling for a couple years but uh wrestlemania is the biggest show of the weekend where people from all over the world come fly in and they meet up in the city there's all these events and stuff Saturday and Sunday, there was like a euphoria. Um, I've I got to see so many people who I haven't seen in so long. Like, I you've you've seen like my Instagram and stuff. It's just like yeah. I've I've gotten to be around people. Like, I've gotten to at least connect with 150 people that I know that I haven't seen in you know three years or anything like that. And there's that that sense of oh my, it feels like we're back to normal. Like we were at full capacity. We there was like no limitations, like everything just felt alive and everything felt magical. And I really, truly believe that's going to be the sense and the feeling we get with either the Go Fest. I saw that they announced Worlds is happening in London this year, I believe. Mm-hmm. We and they, they have a live event for Worlds again as well. So, so they got that they got that greenlit, which was really, really cool. I was actually worried that they were just going to try to players cup it in and then reset with Gen Nine. But I'm actually happy that we finally get to do that London event um, because I know a lot of people craved that event specifically. It was just when they announced it, it was the coolest thing because we were going to go overseas and, you know, be in a beautiful city. And then it got taken away from us. But I'm, I'm happy we're able to get that. and We get to celebrate Gen 8 on its last leg. Yeah. And the fun thing with GoFest this year, too, is like it's been in Chicago for the past three years. Now this year they're trying a new place because this year we're going to be seeing a trip to Seattle because they're the ones that are going to be hosting GoFest this year, which is going to be July 24th. Our friends overseas, you get July 3rd for Berlin, Germany on August 7th. You get Sapporo, Japan. But I think these are all new locations they haven't done yet. So I'm kind of digging this idea of let's pass the buck to a different city every year. So it kind of encourages you to like see something new, try out, you know, different locales, you know, not, I mean like Chicago had a lot to do. I'm pretty sure. I mean, we only went for like one go fest and got to do a little sightseeing. And I mean, I we can do, we had more time to explore the city and everything, but I like this idea. It's just like the games every year, something brand new, something you get to check out, you know, meet new people. And Seattle is one of the most beautiful cities you can go to. I haven't been in a long time. Oh, you know what that means. 
we're in the neck of the woods of Nintendo of America. This is true. Oh, we're in the neck of the woods of Nintendo of America for Seattle. That might be a trip I have to do. Even if I'm not participating in GoFest, I might just go just to link up with people and have a good time, and I'll play around. I, I, you know, I'm up in the air about it. But that would be that'd be a really good trip. I, I know everyone who's gone there in the last you know couple years, they always say the same thing. They're like, "Oh, I want to, I can't wait to go back to Seattle." So, I, I think it's going to be a beautiful location and stuff. Yeah, like I've I've heard really good things about Seattle. I've never been. This is like a great opportunity or my great excuse to go and actually check it out. But I mean. We'll see, because I know we've we have the locations, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be at least like a ticket you buy to do the worldwide event, you know, in June. But they haven't said how to participate in the July events yet. Like the year that we or me in Denver went was the lottery system. Like you put your name in like a a lottery, and then they would just draw so many names. If you wanted the ticket, you got the ticket for the day you wanted. If you didn't want it, you said no, and then once they got that wave, okay, next wave of invites go out and just go down the line, just down the line, you know, fingers crossed that you're one of them, which even then, I didn't think we were going to win. It's like, let's both enter. What are the odds we're going to win? But sure enough, it was me that round, so I'm going with my strategy if they do the lottery system. I'm going to keep saying that it's not going to be me. They're not going to pick me. There's no way they'll pick me, and hopefully I'll reverse psychology this and get that lottery ticket, but I mean, we'll see... I know some people are still kind of hesitant or, you know, because of, you know, you're still kind of waiting for things to maybe get a little safer with Pokerus. Maybe they'll do, you know, just a buyout kind of thing. But we just got dates right now. We don't have an official way to actually get the tickets for the live events. But I'm sure as the month progresses, we'll probably get more news on how that's going to work. Because, I mean, the first, that's not too far off. I mean, the worldwide is in June and that's only about a. Uh, two months. It's only about like two months away. That's pretty close, all things considered. I was about to say we just entered April, and yep. um, you've you've already told me something pre-show uh, that I'm, I'm glad I didn't see. Um, but of course, what's the first day of April? You look like Easter. you have a normal face to me, so. <laughs> Is it, you don't Easter? look like I'm being fooled here. Yeah, sure. Let's roll with Easter. That will work with the, with the pun here. <laughs> We're just sticking, it's going to be Easter. Hey, Easter has moved to April 1st. Whatever's happening next Sunday, it's April Fool's. Yep. So we got this. I kind of like that it's going to go with the most random Pokemon. I mean, last year was Bidoof, and Bidoof eventually got its own day. And now it was Ditto. Ditto just took over everything in Pokemon. Unpopular opinion, but Bidoof has hit max capacity already. I'm done. He's it's, he's, it's a little it, oversaturated. It's, just, it's it's he's in the Charizard level of overdone, and he barely had any. Like it was just one year, and it was just one year too many with him. Wait, is this before or after the they dropped the nine hour Bidoof music remix? I think that was just like icing on the cake. <laughs> I think it was just like there you go. Here it is. The, you guys, here, whatever you wanted. And I think Bidoof is cute to a degree. I don't know. I've, I've caught too many of them in Legends. So I think that was like the first Pokedex entry I ever ever completed. Finished? Completed? Yes. Eh, tomato, tomato, potato, potato, you want to call it. But yeah, I like seeing Ditto everywhere. Pokemon Company didn't even make posts. It was just pictures of Ditto face on everything. Cafe Mix got in on it. Go got in on it. I mean, who doesn't love the little... 
pink clay monster <laughs> that may or may not be connected to Mew, depending on which game theories you want to believe. See, I'm fine with Ditto. Like, Ditto is perfect. Ditto fits its purpose, and I, I, I'm fine with it. I don't ever really get tired of Ditto. But real quick, I need to ask this question. Um, did they do any major events where they, like, try to plot a new game or something? Remember the original, like, Pokemon Go Google thing before Pokemon Go was a thing, but it was the Google? Like, did they do anything big yeah. like that? Mm, not that I really noticed or n- made, like, note of. I mean, it was really just ditto everywhere and like you could get ditto like i said in cafe mix and i think even like the loading screen of all the pokemon on there just had like the ditto blank face on there like it took over the social medias wasn't popular enough to get its own song like Doof though or magikarp or piplup or pikachu huh. are you talking about are you talking about their own songs i still think the best one is the Slowbro one. Oh yeah see Slowpoke is another one that got its own song Hey, but the slope. What's funny is the I listen to uh, Miami Sports Radio, um, and I, I I listen to the home of the Miami Dolphins, and there's a, a a beat writer who writes articles about the Miami Dolphins. Stuff. He goes he he does a show at like six a.m. Miami time, so that's five a.m. here. Um, and I'll wake up and I'll listen to it. His entry song is the slow post the slow bro song and he's he doesn't even know who what a slow bro is he just liked the song and he used it you ever wonder like there's like some intern in the background like hey i need a new intro song i wonder if he's gonna notice he'll get it after i think it's i think it's (laughs) because 100 episodes in nothing (laughs) i truly believe it's because omar has like dreadlocks and it has that reggae sound to it so i'm just like i i think that's why why it is but I just I that's one of those those funny things where like as a Pokemon fan you catch those little things in like main media and you're like hey how did that become a thing? See trainers, this is why you should do the research so you're not using a song from the Pokemon Company highlighting Slowpoke. Those still a good Pokemon. Have you uh, speaking of music and Pokemon? Have they released any of uh any of the soundtracks for anything on iTunes? I like. I don't even think I got the Sword and Shield. Like, did they ever release the Sword and Shield or anything? No, that's kind of surprising. Like, I know with um, BDSP, they released it. Like, it's a website you access, and it's all online. And I think there's a way you can download the music. And there's disclaimers you can read that will allow you to use it in, like, the music and videos if you're a content creator. Like, you are welcome to use it. You have to, you know, you read all that fun stuff and all that legal mumbo-jumbo. But that's been it. Like, we never got the full soundtrack for sword and shield. I mean, we, the last one we ever got on like on Apple was the sun and moon. And even then it's not the full sun and moon soundtrack. Like it's missing the ultra sun and ultra moon music as well. And they had some really good, like remixes of like the team, the evil team bosses and like the new music with the crows, man, you know, all that stuff. Like we just never got it. Yeah, I'm I'm disappointed with it because the reason why I was asking is because like I really want the official version of the Jubilife Village song from Arceus, and uh, mm-hmm. I've 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 downloaded the ones that are basically like shadow versions of it, but it's not the official one, so it does it, yeah. there's something slightly different with it. But um, like because I was driving to work and that song came on like 
first thing in the morning i just got in the car i was going to get my coffee and that song came on it's such a good song to like wake up to because it's so settle and so calming and i'm like man i really want the official version of the song so i went on itunes today and that's why i want to ask you the questions because like like i have not seen any music at all i mean we got the 25th anniversary one but that was it yeah like i mean i don't know if that they didn't want to have albums competing with each other or something but i mean it's been a long while and even then like the bdsp one isn't an album you can go and you know actively buy and you have on your ipad and i i feel like you have to like go through the website and go through like this other process of downloading the music before you can have it it's just like this like natural thing but it's like well it just kind of made things easier and i know it's like a lot of like game soundtracks in Japan come out and they come out with these cool vinyls or these like collectors albums, but we never really get them here in the States and things are kind of looking up with, you know, the whole thing with Apple, but I don't know. I don't know if there's like some contract dispute, but we got some good games. I mean, we got remixes for everything like the mystery dungeon remakes that were released and the music from those games is pretty awesome. And Arceus's music is very thematic and very peaceful and it's got some pretty like good kick rocking music there too it's just nothing like you just hope somebody did the rip or the information and put it on youtube and you can listen to it like that but eh. yeah that's that's the thing it's just like uh i kind of and and pokemon remi- like remixers like you know your glitch x cities and stuff like that like i think they're starting to get popped by the ninja uh nintendo ninjas and stuff like i haven't seen a lot of like people making remix remixes of like the games like Usually it's like one of my favorite things is you hear a song you like, how can I make this song or how can I hear the song different and make it sound good? And I always love when the YouTube and content creators make their, you know, like the music we use to open the show sometimes. Like I love content creators that can do that and have that, that, that peacefulness. Yeah. Um, and it, and it sounds so good, but like I haven't been seeing a lot of that either. So it's like, I know the music is powerful. I know the music is loved by many and stuff. So it's like, there's so much you could do with that music. Put it on iTunes. Make it available what people can remix it and then put it back out and then give that song another life so people then want to hear the whole album and stuff. There's just so much you could do with it. Yeah, like I do what you do. Like a lot of the music I wake up to in the mornings is like usually the first town in any game, the music's really chill, you know, it just kind of sets like the mood, like it's like this adventure. I use that to wake up in the mornings. Like I'll have like Pallet Town for a week and then I'll jump like, you know what, we'll do Twin Leaf Town for this week or We'll do Van Vanille Town for, like, this week. Like, it'd be nice to do, Jub- like, the new Jubilife City. And, you know, I've made, or I've taken, like, the audio files and I've made ringtones out of certain, like, songs and stuff. And, like, whenever my brother calls me, I have, like, the rival music from Sun and Moon is what plays. Or, like, my coworkers, I've had, like, the gym leader music, you know, stuff like that. Like, I love turning those into, like, ringtones from people, like, people I can listen to. Like, I'm going to kind of, like, hear the ringtone go off and I know who it is, but... Haven't been able to do that recently. Just, I, I wish they would. I mean, it's if you have like money making ideas, like that's the only one. Like, we will throw money at you, Pokemon Company. Just all you have to do is just put the album on there. We will throw the money. But I, I don't know what they have to go with or with through some of those. Can you tell me your favorite song within the Pokemon franchise? Like, can you really? Can you think at the top of your head? Because I think I have three personally, maybe four, but. I wanted to ask you if there was, uh, if you know your favorite song from the entire franchise, like the entire series of all the games. Mm. 
I know the Battle Frontier like leader music is one of those I really really love whenever you Battle Frontier Brain probably more towards the Sinnoh like the second version like when they had the new Battle Frontier from the like Platinum that was probably one of my favorite favorite songs oof it's kind of hard to pick there's so many good ones um, I mean, that one sticks out of my mind. The Pallet Town music, too, is pretty pretty up there as well. There's something just soothing and just kind of, like, cozy about it that I just really love. Mm. I have those two. I really love the gym music or the gym leader like, theme that would play whenever you're uh, battling a, in the gyms in Galar and how it's, like, the music's dynamic and it changes depending on where you are in the battle. That really, like, okay, we're really getting to, like, peak Pokemon music at this point. I think... I, I think mine is uh, Lumio City. I love Lumio City. Um, there's... Is it Eternal Forest from Diamond and Pearl? Yep. That one, uh, Route 6 Autumn in uh, Unova. That, like, real heavy bass and trumpet one. And then... Uh, <sighs> I don't know if it'd be Ecrotique City or um, I, it might be Ecrotique City. Ecrotique's really good too. That, like, that's I the use that as like my wake, wake up in the morning ringtone too. It, it's it captures like the perfect feel for fall. That's the one um, that Post Malone mixed at the beginning of "I Only Want to Be with You," right? Yeah, that's Ecrotique. Yeah, exactly okay, one. that's what I was thinking. And then of it course, was our. It was one of our show intro musics for, like, I think I used it for fall one year. Oh, you know what? When you had to face Professor Kukui at the Pokemon League Championship. That one's pretty that, good. Like, oh, it's a good one, mix of epic, and it actually, like, incorporates all the tribal music with it, too. Like, it's a really good theme. Yeah, I, I, think, that, I think that one's good. Like, I've, like I said, what's funny is sometimes... It, you just kind of got to get out of it a little bit to appreciate it. But I think I, I think now I really, really do appreciate Sun and Moon just like for their music, their storytelling and stuff. Do, again, I'm not, I'm not going to replay those games. Like I just, I didn't enjoy playing them, but everything about them I really enjoyed, if that makes sense. Well, at least not yeah, Give it 10 more years for the remakes to come out. And then, yeah, I'll probably play them again. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll play when the remakes come out in, you know, 2038. Hopefully, you know, you know we have like, VR headsets at that point. It's just the norm. Hopefully it's like I could just like turn on like a, a box in the middle of my coffee table and then it basically makes me the the player and I'm walking in a virtual reality in my living room. Well, as long as it doesn't go full sword art online, we'll be okay with that one. No. No, because I don't want to <laughs> get stuck in a game. Waiting for that one to sink in right there. Yeah, no, I'm okay. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> So I mean, we what what else we got for news? Because I I know what we were trying to do is there there's not a lot, but there's there's a lot we can discuss, and luckily everything yep. just ties together. And I know there's still some go news going on. I saw on Twitter, um, the shiny raids of like people were just getting the shiny landrises and stuff. I know that was a big thing again. Yeah, we've switched. We've gone from Tapu Lele to now the season of it'll be. Theory informed Thunderous isn't going to be in raids. Should be in raids for like about the next week and a half or so, I think. I want to say it's around the 15th. We should be transitioning back to the next Tapu, which 
if you need a full breakdown of events, trainers, listen to our previous episode. Me and I even give you a full, full breakdown of everything. But yeah, we're in the back to the swing of things. Like It's pretty chill. April's the chill month with Pokemon stuff. Honestly, I'm very surprised. I was expecting a whole slew of like, here's like more Scarlet and Violet news. It's a leak and it's all going to fall on April Fool's Day. But not a lot of people did it. It wasn't as much as I thought it was going to be. I'm not shocked by the lack of information. I really think Pokemon has hit the nail on the head on giving us as little information as possible now. Um, and I love I think how I've they're doing seen, it. I've seen more leaks on like stuff that's coming for Pokemon Unite than I've seen anything that seems even to have a plausible bit of sense for Scarlet and Violet. Speaking of uh, Pokemon Unite, real quick, uh, Azumarill? Azumarill's huge, the next one that's Huge been. power Azumarill. I mean, we don't know if... Well, actually, I've never even looked into it to see if it has that ability or anything in Unite. I, I, know, I, I haven't touched Unite I, in so many months. I've, I haven't either. I, I don't think it does have an ability, but every time I see Azumarill, I just think of huge power. Like, it's like one of the, It's like the first thing you think of. It's like when you think of a, a Politoed, you think of Drizzle. Sam, so I might like, as well right. ask you this question since... Well, one of your favorite Pokemon is actually in Unite. Would you spend $30 or $40 for a costume for Snorlax if that was your main Unite? No. No. Um, I've I've learned the games I will spend money on are the main series games. Uh, I've spent a lot of money on Mario Kart already. Um, but those new then, DLC maps do. <laughs> okay. Time out. I love how they look. I'm telling you right now, the... The the tracks from, uh, what's the mobile app? The World Tour or something like that. Oh, Mario Kart Tour. Yeah, the yeah, the, the maps are. the maps from there look aesthetically beautiful, but they are terrible. Like I don't like racing on them. Like I don't know what's wrong with them, but something just doesn't feel right. The Tokyo one's pretty good, but then the other ones it's just like. I've heard the, good things the about the Paris Pominate. one only because it makes you have to like go against people that might be like be trailing behind you or like in last place. So it introduces that chaos aspect to it. So what happens is when you go into the track, there's basically like three ways you could take three or four ways. I mean, Um, I know you get pump faked by the little piranha plant wood Mm. planks that are right there, but you go right through that or you take a hard right. But if you like drift on like a hard left, there's two spots. And one of them is the one that bleeds you to go back around. And, uh, I figured that one out the other day because I saw a video about yeah you can go backwards. I was like, how do you do that? And I just I was just racing the track. I was like, oh, oh there there we go. But um yeah like I would I wouldn't I wouldn't spend to go back to your question I wouldn't spend money on a Snorlax costume even though ironically enough I know you can see this on Zoom um I have a huge Snorlax just chilling with me on the couch here. Um, yeah. Every everyone laughs. I'm like because uh, Ente has a pokeball beanbag chair that's huge and it's in the corner of my living room and Entei takes a nap on it he lays on it that's like his bed now but he yeah. loves having like he have he loves having plushies next to him so i have this huge snorlax that he u- usually lays with but uh fell on the floor Entei's asleep right now i'm gonna try to get you to see him right now w- with the on the pokeball hold on one second this is doing Beautifully for, you know, a whole podcast <laughs> where it's only audio only. I'm not Aww. talking about the... Can you even see him? If it's dark. 
It's a dark, but I can see the little fuzzball, the little yeah. like lighter brown there. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I know it's a audio medium, guys. But <laughs> I was like, I think Albert would have got a kick out of it. But yeah, um, no, I wouldn't buy a costume for Snox. I, yeah, I don't even, I don't even buy costumes for Intake. You know, he's sitting yet. over there. You don't buy costumes for Intake yet. I feel like you're the uncle that's gonna buy him a costume. I have like three friends that just want him to be dressed up all the time, and I don't want him. He he's, you know, free. He's he's not in a pokeball. He's not clothed. He's free. But he could be free and look sharp. You have to go with it, Stephen. Hey, look. The last time I tried to put clothes on this dog, he froze and thought he was in trouble. Look. This is how he gets over it. There's going to be some resistance initially. That's expected. Slowly he will come to accept how good he looks. And when he accepts that and all the attention, he'll want to be wearing clothes all the time. I'm not, I'm not going to get him to wear clothes. <laughs> you say that now, but we'll slowly wear you down. <laughs> slowly right, wear right. you down. <laughs> all right. Pokemon Center have anything for me to buy for him as far as clothes? No, it's still pretty quiet. We haven't really seen a big update, though. If you're really hoping to get that Basque Legion Poke Plush, it's still sold out. Man, I saw those, and the only one, like, oh, oh, man, don't promote the sitting cuties. It's only a matter of time before the Gen 5 sitting cuties are out. It's only a matter of time. I've been, like, so swamped with everything else, like, I haven't really been able to enjoy my pokemon fix because of all the you know trips and excursions involving wrestlemania and whatnot but yeah i'm like you know i saw the the braviary that was the one i was uh really thinking about getting the hasui and braviary plush and i know it's still there i missed a oh i didn't never mind it's a spring one i was like there's a a zoomeril keychain oh Teasing the next card set with Astral Radiance. You can start pre-ordering those, but yeah. Who's on the cover of the Astral Radiance? I hadn't hadn't seen it yet. Dark Dark Ray. Oh, cool. I have not seen cards in a minute either. I haven't really looked. Like, I just kind of gave up on that whole idea. This is how we know the world is healing, because apparently cards are starting to become a lot more easier to find nowadays. They're not impossible like they used to be. Oh, my goodness. Speaking of which... Real quick, I, I I know I've probably talked way too much WrestleMania. Just I mean, no, I knew you're probably gonna go there eventually. I would just you know, well, <laughs> dangling I mean, it, the bait in front it, of you. It 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 fall it follows exactly what we just ended up randomly talking about, and I I had no plan on talking about this. But did you see uh, the Logan Paul card that he wore to the yeah. ring with his match against Rey Mysterio? Yeah, I mean. You take away all the hype and the card wouldn't be that much, but it's just because eh, it's a YouTuber. It's so popular. Yeah. Hey, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. It's a neat looking uh, card. It was the illustrator card from Japan, wasn't it? Yep. Yeah. Which, I th- surprisingly, I th- I it wasn't it was a Charizard, cool. but yeah, it's a very yeah, unique card. Because like, when he went out and did his boxing match against Floyd Mayweather, he had the Charizard one on. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that guy at all, but you know. Sometimes there's just some cool things I could appreciate. I guess I don't. I don't know. It's, I was. I yeah. think it was cool because they, uh, on commentary, they were talking about how important that Pokemon. Like you know, whatever. But they they were talking about Pokemon on live television for the biggest show in wrestling, and it's the most viewed event in the world. And you know, it's like, hey, Pokemon got a nod during WrestleMania. That's really cool. <laughs> 
Like, I yeah. appreciate that. I mean, that. if anything, it at least, you know, gets the conversation going of, like, oh, Pokemon, and kind of, like, gets the ball rolling from there. So, it, in a sense of at least, you know, getting attention, at least at its job. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it, you know, it's just one of those things, like, again, it, back to what I was saying earlier. It's just those little things where you see Pokemon in mainstream media like that, and you're just like, wow, that's mm-hmm. neat. All right, cool. Uh-huh. Speaking of, I should probably start digging out the Pokemon shirts. We have theme weeks this week. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, ours is uh, we're doing Autism Awareness Week, and tomorrow's event on our calendar. And I'm one of the people who run it because I'm a special education teacher. Um, is wear a T-shirt of something you love. So, I had a parent get me a shirt last year. She kind of made it, but it's a Pokeball. But the top part where the red usually is, it's yellow, red, and blue and puzzle pieces. Oh, so that's it, nice. It, 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 yeah, so I'm 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 aware of that one. That's going to be my my go to for tomorrow. We're doing awareness for or not awareness, but like I know today is I believe at least for us recording, it's uh, Librarian Appreciation Day. So it's a whole like library week. So we did like hats oh, yeah. off to reading. We couldn't do anything today because our kids were taking, or at least a portion of our student population were taking an exam. So because of exam circumstances, you can't really you know, do anything too wild. But like tomorrow is going to be, you know, wear wild print. And then Thursday is going to be, I know it's like, um, you can wear clothes with like text on it, which we usually don't allow at school, but the text has to be, you know, school appropriate. And then I'm kind of excited for Friday because Friday is bring anything but a backpack day. So I'm interesting to see how this is going to play out. Well, um, I guess, uh, well, I mean, I'm an elementary school sped teacher and being in a sped classroom, I don't have to dress up like a normal teacher where I'm in like a polo, a button up shirt and some like nice pants and shoes. I wear like athletic pants. Like, oh, I I got ripped by one of my coworkers. They're just like, I swear you have more Pokemon stuff than I can imagine. Cause I wore, you know, the greatest hit tees. Like, I wore the Thrash one It's good-looking Pokemon stuff, though. I'm saying it's not like a generic Target shirt where it's stock images of things in little colors. Yeah, it's, not like, it's like, like a, not like a, your stereotypical, like, gray shirt, Pikachu. That's it. It looks like they just ripped it straight out from, like, a player's guide or just, like, photocopied from website, slapped on shirt. Like, it's legitimate-looking, good-looking clothes. See, I was looking at wearing my Shadow Punch Gengar one. I still think that's my favorite one. That purple just looks really good, and I like it's it's based off of a a punk band, and so that's why I really really like it a lot. There's a definitely a lot of like good stuff you can wear now. I mean, there's like especially now that people are be able to be more creative, and if you have like machines like Crickets, or you know how to use like the process of limation and infusible ink, you know you can make your own shirts. I'm trying to make one too. Like hopefully I can start wearing it to school because all my kids know me as a Pokemon teacher at this point. So I've learned to fully embrace it. See, I'm just the Nintendo teacher because I have, I have like all my work stuff is in a Nintendo switch bag. See, I wanted to go with that round to say, I just want to be like Nintendo, you know, keep it at that theme, but they start to like notice like I lean more towards Pokemon than you know Mario or Zelda or any of the good titles. So, so that, we've just same, embraced it. Same here, but like you know me, I go to New York all the time, so I, I always yeah. have a bunch of Nintendo clothes. Like I, I, I much rather just wear that and protect some of my Pokemon clothes. But like everyone knows me as the Nintendo teacher, because like on Fridays we'll do a fun Friday. I have two friends that play, you know, Mario Kart at home with their families. So like I'll bring it for them to play, and we'll play it on the big, the big uh, projector 
board and stuff. And, um, and but like, yeah, Nintendo Switch, I wore my Nintendo Pumas with the Super Mario on it and everything. And then, like, you know, I just carry stuff around at all times. And then Pokemon is Nintendo. So everyone's like, oh, no one ever asked me about the the x word or the ps word or anything like that they're just like they know i'm fully nintendo in my in my life so you like start doing is like adding like t-shirts to my collection that i can wear to school because like i i started out the year with like wearing button-ups every single day but fridays because friday the dream friday and still it's like i can't like maybe monday tuesday will be button-ups and then wednesday thursday polos friday t-shirt but Especially with all, I didn't know we do Spirit Week so often, like once a month. <laughs> like I gotta keep variety things because I don't have like a like I want to support like you know my autistic students, but I don't have an autism shirt. I do have to get something purple for next week because you know I have some. We're doing the awareness for students with parents that are in the military next week. Like we're doing it on the fourteenth, even though the official day is on the fifteenth, but we're not in school on the fifteenth. So it's like I need to start like upping my game here. I'm gonna have to be using my cricket a lot more often to start making some t-shirts. So we have themes every week. Every week our admin and stuff, we do themes. Uh sometimes they base it off the of departments or whatever. Like the library week, we pushed yep. it back last week because of autism week this week. Um we didn't want to miss both of those. And um so we have things themed. But we have a, a, a group of fourth grade teachers that they do what I do, but I do this for lunch purposes. I always look up what the national day is because that's what helps me decide what I'm getting for lunch. But what they do is they theme every week, every day for their class that they send out to the parents. And it's like, okay, like it was like a, I forgot what, it was like a national, national neon day. And so like one of the days was dress up like an 80s person and stuff. And they just do that for the fourth grade. I'm like, y'all need to send this over to like admin. It, you know, it's, it's an so app, right? I have that app on my phone because I write it up on my calendar every day. Like yesterday was National Deep Dish Pizza Day, and then to I know tomorrow is going to be, I believe, National Caramel Popcorn Day. Oh God, popcorn! I got I got to look at the other one because there's always at least four days in one of the National Day things. But <laughs> I, I I can give you your list. It's um. National Tartan Day, Drowsy Driver Awareness Day, New Beer's Eve, Plan Your Epitaph Day. Wow, that one's kind of grim. Uh, National Army Day, Sorry Charlie Day, Caramel Popcorn Day, and Paraprofessional Appreciation Day. So pick, take your pick, whatever you want to go with for tomorrow. Hey, Paraprofessional Appreciation Day, but that doesn't help me with lunch, so I'm going to have to figure out. Someone better have a hot food take tomorrow to help me decide my lunch, because if not, I've been craving Wendy's, and I don't even like Wendy's like that. Yep, those are all your possible holidays for April 6th, traders. So keep the, keep them in your back pocket for next year. You can use them next year when we get back to April 6th, you know, when we go I, around the track. It was so funny. I loved National Sandwich Day, and I went to Jersey Mike's and got that. Like, I for, Oh, it was uh, National Chips and Dip Day. So we spent the whole day arguing which chips are great, which dips are great. Uh, then we were like, oh, all right, we're going to go get chips and salsa from next door from the Tex-Mex place. I was like, I'm running. <laughs> Spoiler alert, you're hitting up, uh, you're probably hitting up Chipotle on Thursday. Why? What is it? Burrito day. I will go to Freebirds. I will never eat Chipotle in my life. (laughs) You want me to get E. coli and then die and not be on this show anymore? My Gasly is going to have to come out and try to host the show. 
Yeah, that's probably a good time to end the show now. This isn't going to get any better. <laughs> Actually, hold on. I just realized that the, my ghastly thing could mean two things because, you know, it's Chipotle. So it would probably give me gas or <laughs> the E. coli and I could die. Trainers, if you're still listening, <laughs> we always appreciate you coming and listening to our show. We have different ways of getting a hold of us, either through Twitter, by tweeting at us at 1334 decks please don't repeat anything that steven said or tweet any of that at us you know <laughs> go with like what's your favorite holiday or like what's your favorite pokemon music track like tweet that at us nothing along the lines of like tweet steven's gas joke please please save us you could also send us an email at the 1334 decks always love seeing your emails just again please don't go down that route please please don't go down that route until next time trainers So until your next hopefully ghastly free adventure, traders, we will catch you next time. Later, traders.